And did you know this was coming when you were on the stage? No. Did no. you have No, you didn't. No. Well, you know, when I was in the wings, I saw it start to drizzle, but I had no idea it was going going this far. My my music director wrong. Give me a chord. I made it through the rain. I kept my point of view. I made it through. Well, maybe one of these days we can do this again, and it won't rain. Gotta hand it to Anderson. He pulled it off that night when after the concert was rained out. The man alone ever got around to doing this version. My name is Barry. Sing like a fairy. I write bad songs about romance. While I'm wearing spandex pants, I'm kind of shrimpy. My songs are wimpy. I had a series of big hits, but that was back in 76. Now no one wants to hear. They only laugh and sneer. They won't admit that they own my albums, because my songs are queer. Got a nose shape like a banana. My two fans both live in Montana. Got a nose shape like a banana. Up my nose, you can fit half of the city of Atlanta. I write the songs. Like a banana. I've got a hunker the size of Yonkers. When I get a stuffed up nose, I be dressed in a hose. But now I'm on the case. My life is back in place. And so I'm singing again and sticking my schnoz in your face. Got a nose shape like a banana. My two fans both live in Montana. Got a nose shape like a banana. Up my nose, you could fit half of the city of Atlanta. Yeah, I have a better quality file of that one, but I, I can't find it and I don't care. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Brit Summer Show. Yes, it's Brit Summers sitting in for the vacationing Phil Valentine. Oh, uh, what was that? He died? Yeah, Phil Valentine died. He was a uh, talk show host who uh, said uh, <laughs> all the usual talking points. COVID was a Democrat hoax, and Fauci invented COVID, and masks are uh, a violation on your civil liberties. Uh, and uh, and <clears throat> I'm not going to wear a mask. Why, I'll own those Dems. I'll show you a thing or two. And then he died. He died? And I said vacationing because that harkens back to uh, another time in radio. At WGBS, uh, which is long gone now, we used to call it We've Got Boring Shows. And there was a talk show host on there named Alan Burke. You dummies! And uh, he had a massive heart attack, and he was in the hospital. And the intros to his show for the fill-ins were sitting in for the vacationing Alan Burke. <laughs> I wonder if they're doing that at that radio station in Tennessee. The vacationing Phil Valentine. Won't see him no more. In fact, we had a uh, white wing hate talk show host at this station. Who, uh, who Did he die? He died? Yeah, he died. And there was a few more around the country who... Uh, wouldn't wear a mask, didn't get vaxxed, and uh, then... He died? Yeah, they died. You won't see him no more. Hey, here's a tip for all you hillbillies out there that uh, listen to these guys. <laughs> Why go to a feed store to get your ivermectin when you can just go to your local pool supply store and have yourself a spoonful of chloridane dust chased down with a cool glass of chlorine? Mmm...
Anything but a free vaccine that's effective, right? Do everything you can to own the Dems, to own the liberals, and then uh, die. That's what it's all about. They politicized this thing. Never happened before because uh, every time we had a disease or a vaccine problem, people just uh, got responsible about it and got their vaccine. But it wasn't politicized like it is now. No. Some follow-up notes of previous shows. I, I, I came down on CNN really hard about that uh, sitcom thing. But that was early on. I saw like the first three. And uh, I have to say... I take it all back. They did cover pretty much every base, with the exception of Car 54, but they did pretty good. Uh, They just made you wait all the way to the last episode, but they did all right. Speaking of those who aren't doing all right, that would be everybody here in the state of Florida. It's just, there's no leadership here at all. None. I mean, it's just, uh, well, it's what the libertarian landscape would be if if they had their way. No leadership, just anarchy, chaos, and uh, whatever. Wild West. Although in the Wild West, if you check your history, the uh, frontier towns did make the uh, gunslingers and cowboys check their guns in at the uh, sheriff's office. That's true. Because back then, when they had gunslingers in the Old West and all that, guess what? We had gun laws. That's gone too. Because we don't have any laws left in this country. I mean, you know, <laughs> for the underprivileged, naturally, for black and brown, uh, for any minority, you name it. Uh, yeah, there's there's laws on the books where you have to obey the law. But when you're white, depending on what area you live in, I mean, because you got to be the right kind of white. But if you're white, you can get away with murder. We've been seeing this going on first with the cops. Uh, being defended uh, by their their unions, who the the police unions who have no problem uh, with the arbitrary killing of black people. But if you look at my Facebook page, Boca Brittany Summers on Facebook, I posted a um, report from a news show called Democracy Now, which I personally am one of the twelve people who watch that program. <laughs> And, and I have to say, they're, they're very in-depth. They do their research. It's very objective. And the other thing is, uh, if you're interested in the topic that they're going to focus on at the end, they, they, they cover news objectively at the top. And then depending on what the topics are, they'll focus on it with interviews later on. That's as it should be, as, as it should be done on cable news network, which, which is cable news, all of them, Every single one of them. It's not news. It's opinion. Opinion is not journalism. Uh, And, you know, if you agree with the opinion, then you're having a good time watching. And that goes for all the news channels, cable news channels. It's just opinion. Uh, The opinion on this show, they say for the last part. Or they, they cover more extensively the topics. Now, if you're into what they're covering, you're in luck. If the topic they're covering isn't of any interest to you, eh, it's going to be a tune out at the bottom of the hour. But it's on Free Speech TV, which I don't have on my cable menu. Do you? Uh, <laughs> and I got my problem with Free Sp- They do a nice job, but the station breaks, it's the same thing with any kind of liberal programming uh, network. They just don't know from imaging. They can't image that network at all. If you want to, if you want to cry, if you want to get depressed, if you want to wring your hands, if you want to get angry, watch Free Speech TV. They're breaks. I mean, it'll just in between the shows that they carry on there. In between their breaks, it's just it'll make you don't be depressed if you watch that network because you want to kill yourself. They'll make you cry over a strawberry. Uh, <laughs> It's very academic, and it's very... uh, uh, But the stuff they carry on there is good. I mean, Tom Hartman being one of them. And uh, Democracy Now! is an excellent news source. And it was there that I saw this report about the Proud Boy punks that are being financed somehow. Because uh, (laughs) they're floating from city to city. It's the same pack, the same gang of idiots, the same gang of punks. 
are going all up and down the West Coast. And to the point where they're easily identifiable and they're beating up on women. They're beating up on innocent bystanders. They're smacking around kids. They're hitting cops over the head with lead pipes. Go on and look at that. I, I would play the audio, but it's really long. And if I really wanted to kill the show, I'd play it. But go on my Facebook page, Boca Brittany Summers on Facebook. It's right there under this show's promo. And you'll be as shocked as I am. And the shock part is the cops. They just stand there and watch. And there was this one black woman saying to a guy, you, could, you, you didn't have to hear the conversation. But she was saying, why aren't you arresting any of these people? They're brutalizing these people on this. This was in Los Angeles. And, and the cop like just uh, shakes his head. What do you want me to do, lady? We want you to arrest them is what we want you to do. Uh, so they, they, these guys go around without any consequence, beating up on people. Uh, and Oh, not to mention putting up, fa- you'll see this too on there. Please watch this. <laughs> they put up fake road barricades on, on city street, city property, fake road barricades, and they have a fake cop car. And no arrests. They stop traffic. They redirect traffic. These punks. Why? Because <laughs> they can. Nobody says no. And you know why? They're white. That's right. They're white. And the cops say, that's all white. They, they, <laughs> it's like the, the news media gets a hernia when they have to call like that bomber in D.C. They, 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 got, they just couldn't get it out of their mouth. He is a terrorist, not a troubled man. He is a fucking terrorist media a terrorist yeah they can be white too just ask tim mcveigh now if tim mcveigh did that now and did the oklahoma bombing now i uh, <laughs> all of our media would just say he's a troubled man he, he has uh, issues he has personal issues no he, he he was a terrorist and that guy in the black truck I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve even my little bit of promotion. Uh, throwing cash out of his window and, and planting phony bombs, as it turns out. <clears throat> he, he, he terrorized D.C. He terrorized the city for ba- maybe an hour or two. But <laughs> he's got issues. Now, here's what's going to happen with all of these people. Even if they did get busted, what would happen? Our Department of Justice, not Trump's. The one we put in there with uh, Merrick Judy Garland in there. They're letting him off. Well, they're giving him a fine or they're giving him a little. They, they put him through a spanking machine. They, 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 they you know, <clears throat> what they do is they say, OK, two days in jail and a salami sandwich. That's what they're giving the uh, insurrectionists. Not much. And, and so if you're wondering if, if why this is going on, why this continues, and why these parent-teachers meetings and all of these uh, community meetings, commissioner meetings, whatever it is, you're wondering why there's all of this violence breaking out. Well, it's being shipped in. The people you see stirring crap up at the uh, city commission meeting or, or the parent-teachers meetings about the masks, they probably don't even live there. It's a good chance they don't. This goes back to the Brooks Brothers uh, riot back in uh, Miami in November 2000 when they had congressional aides bust into town and started banging on the wall. Let us in. Let us in. Banging on the window. That was all Roger Stone, and he's very proud, and he admits it. And this set looks like an, you know, just because he's not on the media right now and you don't see the penguin walking around doesn't mean he isn't uh, still active. But this is the tactic. See, we, we were the... Petri dish for a couple of things, how to flip an election and uh, how far you can go with it and uh, without getting arrested or without getting caught. And that we, it all started right here in sunny South Florida back in November 2000. And they're doing it. Now they're just doing it to stir up trouble. It, it's not even uh, for a campaign or anything like that or, or, or an election. Now they're just doing it to uh, get people to fight each other. And someone's paying for it. I don't know. Uh, I can. I got a few guesses here, but I can't find out who's, who's paying for these 
bands of punks that travel across the country. And these punks that are going to these meetings starting to crap. The, the one that was saying, we know where you live. We know what. He probably didn't live there at all. This is being orchestrated, choreographed, and it's working because there's no consequence. No one gets arrested. Nobody cares. And why? The answer is they're white. This is white privilege on acid and steroids and mushrooms and you name it. This is white privilege gone wild. I couldn't believe what these punks were doing. Beating up just people on the street, uh, hitting a cop with a lead pipe over the head, and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Watch that thing. See, see if you don't come away from it saying, how could nobody be arrested for any of that? And then on top of that, these punks have infiltrated our government with Bobert and Marjorie Yeast Infection Gangrene. Uh, with with her inbred toes, the, the six-toed uh, freak. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> she made the mistake of taking her shoes off at the beach. Yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. She has uh, six or seven toes, like a cartoon. And this Mo Brooks, this, this is an evil guy with a great stand-up name. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a stand-up comic. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mo Brooks. Uh, he actually praised that uh, terrorist in the, in the, in the black uh, pickup truck the, that was uh, planting fake bombs everywhere. It, it turns out he's just insane. There were no bombs. They were like coffee cans with something on top. And there's Mo, Mo Brooks. Oh, forgive me. I, I almost said Mel Brooks. <laughs> this uh, Mo Brooks. I appreciate everything that man did. He's a patriot. And he got called up on it, but is anything going to happen to him? Is he going to get censured? Is he going to get expelled? No. No. Nothing happens to these people. Nothing. And when there's no consequences to be faced, then, uh, well, who cares? I'm watching the uh, video of this uh, Afghanistan evacuation. And something that surprised me, they keep comparing this to the uh, 1975 Vietnam, uh, what was it, Saigon, when that fell, that evacuation. And they were using at the time uh, CH-47 Chinooks, which is the uh, two-prop helicopter, the Whirlybird. They were using them back then. <clears throat> and I'm watching a video of now of the evacuation, and... <laughs> It's the same aircraft from 1975. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, CH-47 are still in service. They've been in service since the 50s. It was really kind of cool to see them still flying. <laughs> They're still using them. That thing's over 60 years old. But I bring that up because occupied Democrats had... And remember last week, on last week's show, I was, I was trying to sort it out because it just started going on. And if there's any questions in your mind of, uh, of understanding of how, what's going on in, in Afghanistan, this was the most succinct explanation you could get. I'm going to play it for you now. This is from Occupied Democrats. They really lay it out for you. Well, I think the same as I've been thinking for the last number of years. What are we doing there? These people hate us. As soon as we leave, it's all going to blow up anyway. The White House had hoped to surprise the world with the Taliban at Camp David signing a peace deal. Some Republicans criticizing the White House for the time and place of the meeting, especially just days before 9-11. President Trump was at that moment crowing about how great he gets along with the Taliban. Taliban prisoners were released from Afghan custody yesterday. The Afghan government did not want to let them go because of what these prisoners were accused of, but the Trump administration insisted. The Taliban welcomed the news in a statement today from Doha. A meeting between Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Taliban negotiators in Qatar. And they did a rather crucial thing that I think has been part of the, the failure here, which is they excluded the Afghan government from the negotiation. The president appears to have gotten ahead of his negotiators and his national security team. With some warning, this may reward the Taliban and undermine the delicate negotiations taking place right now in Doha, Qatar. You're not going to need an exit strategy. I don't need exit strategies. I'll be meeting personally with Taliban leaders in the not-too-distant future. They say they're going to be doing 
will be killing terrorists. Now it's time for somebody else to do that work, and that'll be the Taliban. President Trump ordering a drawdown of troops in Iraq and Afghanistan by January the 15th just five days before he's set to leave office. The major military move comes as President Trump and his administration refuse to cooperate and coordinate with the Biden administration transition team. Former President Trump released a statement yesterday praising President Biden's decision to withdraw U.S. forces from Afghanistan and called it, quote, a wonderful and positive thing to do. I started the process. All the troops are coming back home. They couldn't stop the process. 21 years is enough, don't we think? 21 they couldn't stop the process. They wanted to, but it was very tough to stop the process. As soon as we leave, it's all going to blow up anyway. Occupy Democrats Election Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. I don't know why they didn't hire me for that job. I could have done the same voice that's responsible for this advertising. No, they wouldn't hire me, but I, I, I can do that voice. <laughs> so anybody out there anybody Occupy Democrats or uh, Lincoln Project I'm available hello <laughs> no, but they laid it all out plain and clear of what's been happening in Afghanistan and Ali yeah it's gonna blow up anyway pew 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 oh has he gone yet no no no, he's not gone. You know why? Because there's no consequences. See, Bob Barker died, and he it, it, <laughs> he did truth or consequences. They couldn't do that show now because there ain't no more consequences. Kabul, Kabul. Kabul, Kabul. I'm Abdul Rashid, and on my head I have a towel that I love. And when I pray, I say to Allah above, life don't mean a thing at all. The rain falls on our head, the tablecloth will do set. Oh, life don't mean a thing, unless it's me who has the bombers up above. Look like a girl when I run holding my dress up, please don't shoot off my ball. Rise is what we do for Kukla and Allah, that's why. Pentagon and New York, too. Okay, baby, that's out of line. Stop bombing me. Kabul, okay, now it's over the top and we blew the towers up. Kabul, and I blew the enemy by shooting my balls off. Other than that, I don't mean anything at all. Kabul, Kabul, Kabul. Sylvester Stallone stars in his most challenging role since Rhinestone. Yo, Mandy, and you came, and you came without taking, and now you're friggin' dead! Stallone is Manilow in Barry, First Wimp, Part 1. It's a miracle! Canada Copa, absolutely, yo. Copa Cabana with my Uzi! Rex Reed says, I love the costumes. Gene Siskel exclaims, four stars, yo, absolutely. Roger Ebert says, pass the popcorn. <coughs> Sylvester Stallone as the limp arm of the law. Barry, first wimp, part one. You're the disease, and I'm the cure. This dance, yo. This is the Bridge Summers Show. Online at thebridgesummershow.com. He'd have to put the Death Star plans into the Rebellion's hands So Luke and Obi-Wan had to get to Alderaan So they stopped into Mos Eisley to have a drink with Han At the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina The weirdest creatures you've ever seen At the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina Music and blasters and old Jedi 
Solo. His name was Solo. Han Solo. He was a pilot with a blaster at his side and a smile 12 parsecs wide there with Chewbacca. He was a Wookiee. They met with Luke and Obi-Wan about the Millennium Falcon docking bay 94. 94. Stormtroopers at the door with a flash of Ben's lightsaber. Now there's an arm on the floor at the Star Wars. You've ever seen a At the Star Wars Star Wars Cantina Music and blasters And old Jedi masters At the Star Wars Hoss Eisen Space Court You will never find The more wretched hive Of scum and villainy You must be cautious His name was Yoda He was a Muppet Darth Vader was so bad by the way, he's Luke's dad. Luke kissed his sister. His hand got cut off. In that galaxy far, far away, Luke has had a lousy day. Boba Fett was so mean. Jabba had bad hygiene. Why didn't they all just relax back on Tatooine at the Star Wars? Star Wars Cantina. The weirdest creatures you've ever seen. At the Star Wars. Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show, 95.3-96.9-103.9-1470-WWNN. For anybody out there wondering why these anti- vax and anti-mask holes uh, are are disrupting these uh, community meetings with teachers and parents uh, and then and, and stuff like that you know the protests and all this thing they can protest all they want they won't get run over there's three reasons why this is going on with the republican governors in the south this one in particular and not to mention uh Yeah, he's he's the picture of health, that Greg Abbott. But for those who are wondering, I have compiled three important reasons why this is going on, why they're fighting against health, why they're mounting a battle against the welfare of children. Why would they do this? What kind of uh, fiend would do this? Well, it would be a Republican. Uh, I'm going to start backwards. Number three. Reason number three that uh, they, they're fighting against health and hoping people die is that to be a Republican these days, and, and it goes way back, it goes all the way back to Reagan. And why do I say Reagan? Just ask Rock Hudson. How's he doing? They were, they were close friends. Rock Hudson was a close friend of the Reagan family until AIDS. And then when that happened, it was... Rock who? Never heard of him. Yeah. And from 1980 down, the Republican Party just got worse from there. Uh, you have to relinquish all of your humanity. All of it. Any ounce of humanity must be purged from your soul. And then you purge your soul. You see? And then you have to draft legislation that is opposite of government's role uh, of trying to make this a better place to live and improve people's lives and to help you. Uh, no, this is the opposite. What they want you to do is they want you to die. You know, they had all those anti-Obamacare uh, votes and everything. What was it? Uh, 80 times or something. And they all failed. We still got ACA. <clears throat> Unless, of course, if you live in Florida, because at the time... The snake that was in office uh, then that the villages put in was Rick Scott, and he refused the Medicare supplement. So getting Obamacare here is just like, you might as well just get insurance. 
And you shouldn't have to get that either. But you have to be so cruel, so evil, that you would make Freddy Krueger look lovable. You would have to make uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or Buffalo Bill. You'd have to make them look like a gourmet chefs. That's what you have to be to be a Republican today. You have to be without honor, without moral, and no moral compass, without any kind of decency. Decency is something that they can't spell. I mean, even in the smallest amount. You have to be below an animal to be a Republican. You have to be a disgusting, filthy slime, slivery, murderous piece of dreck to be a Republican today today. And I say, I stress that because my dad was a Republican, but he was a, a, an Eisenhower Republican, a little, little, little bit different. <laughs> the, the, that party is gone. That version of the GOP, you, you won't see that no more. But you have to be, you have to have all of the scruples of a vicious mass murderer to be a Republican these days. The second most important reason that they're fighting against uh, any kind of public welfare uh, against this disease is the economy. They're thinking that, uh, (laughs) and and probably this is their plan, uh, that if there's another lockdown and if this gets worse and more people die and they turn uh, children into disease bombs uh, that get other people sick, that the economy will invariably take a crash. The economy will go down. Didn't happen last year, now did it, when we did have a lockdown. But they're hoping this time it will, and of course that will come in very handy for the uh, 22 and 24 elections. Look what Biden did. Look what the Democrats did. See, when you put them in office, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, what they're hoping to do. And the number one overall reason that their AM hate stations and some FM hate stations, Fox News, OAN, Sinclair Broadcasting, the five hate talkers on Sirius with their uh, propaganda on rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat over and over and over again. The number one reason is with these voter suppression laws, they don't think they're going to lose their office. They don't care about your vote because they're not going to need your vote. Now, do you get it? Because it's just reasonable to to ask, why would any politician want to kill off his or her constituents? Why would they want to do that? Because they don't care. They think, with the voter suppression laws, that they can overturn any election that they want, which they can now. Yeah, they can. Ladies and gentlemen, if you vote and and your candidate wins, or your proposition wins, or whatever you're voting for wins... The state legislature in a Republican state can just say, nah, I don't think so, and overturn your vote. Yes, they can do that now. And that's the number one reason why they don't care about public welfare. They don't care about your kids. And they don't care who dies and why it's just about playing to the base. Uh, because uh, they're not going nowhere. Yeah, I see all this stuff on Facebook. Everybody, well, uh, we got to vote DeSantis out. We got to get rid of this son of a bitch. Well, uh, go ahead. We can. All we want. We could vote him out a hundred times and I'll overturn our vote over and over and over again. So what am I driving at? I'm driving at this. We have to get H.R. 1 passed or, or the John Lewis H.R. 4. Okay, yeah. Everybody's celebrating because it went through the House. It's not going to be easy getting that through to Senate. Even, even I don't know how they're going to do that. But we need that. That's, that's not as strong as H.R. 1. We need them both. We need any kind of federal oversight to restore the 1965 Voting Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act. It has to be done. And listen very carefully, Democratic leadership. You've, only got, you've got less than a year to get it done. Because if you don't, then you're not going to have a chance to get anything done. No mo. It's all going to be gone. And once it's gone, 
It is to be very hot in this desert. Where are the supplies they promised? Perhaps there won't be any. No. Just keep walking. Did you hear that? It is package from U.S. No. What is it? It is peanut butter. What does that mean? I do not know. Let us open and find out. It looks much like hummus. Please to be eating. Let's try. Got milk? We've got something to say. Transfixing you to your radio. It's Brit Summers. We are pleased and I like to be free. Thank you, Bush and Jane, for the liberty. Plague is the gas and we don't have to eat. We the people in Iraq just love to be free. You can plainly say, freedom's on the march for those Iraqis. From the point of a gun, we're spreading our freedom. <laughs> um, democracy that these Iraqis want us so desperately now, at least to my commonsensical perspectives. Listen to him shouting now. Freedom's on the march, but I can't We are very happy in Iraq to be free. Thank you, Mr. Bush, for oh, just one thing. Wait, 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 I want their electricity. Rackage over there. They're living in a land of freedom. Is this material insensitive? I don't care. This stuff goes back 20 years or more uh, to a different time. And I'm going to play it. Why? Because it kills good time. First portion of the Brit Summer Show is almost over, but if you stay tuned, uh, you'll get to hear the rest of me uh, ranting and raving and uh, doing cartwheels and standing on my head. So this goes out to everybody parked under the radio tower listening. And I'll, oh, you know something? Um, I don't think I'm going to be on next week, but I'm going to come back with a 9-11 anniversary uh, show. That's going to have even more dated material than you heard tonight. <laughs> although, although, in a second thought, when you think about it, maybe it's not so dated after all. Just the names have changed. So stay tuned for that, and I'll see you back here on the prestigious 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470-WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Let Hertz put you in the driver's seat. Let Hertz take you anywhere at all. By the hour, by the day, by the week, or anyway, just let Hertz put you in the driver's seat. Today! This is Florida's home for radio with the real free speech difference. Yes, everything under the sun becomes twice as much fun with the Brit Summer Show. KXOK in St. Louis. Dial 630 in St. Louis. This being the bottom of the Brit Summer Show hour, it's time to goof off with Umasakela. Yeah. Umasakela, yeah, he did this song, and the reason I'm telling you it was him is because Allstate is using it over and over again, and it's a great song. And, uh, you know, if you're gonna steal some music, uh, make it good, and I, I always like Grazing in the Grass.
as, as corporate would do or their ad agencies would do. They play the song. They don't say who it is. They don't say the title of it. Well, that's what that's where I come in. It's my job to tell you that when you see the Allstate commercial, yeah, that's uh, UMass Akela grazing in the grass from 1968. And I think it was on the Uni label, or Uni. The real name of this song is, get this, Bahabula Bunky, which means healing song. Not to be outdone, Friends of Distinction covered this song and put lyrics to it in 1969. Now, the reason they did is because the year prior, the, the uh, UMass Akela version hit number 17 on the charts. Remember, I, I'm not going to do it now, but remember those instrumental songs were hits, which we no longer have anymore. They're extinct. So, to capitalize on this, the Friends of Distinction, a singing group, put lyrics to it, and uh, it was kind of cute. I can dig it. Can you dig it? The Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, and Cast. Not to mention the Brit Summer Show, SoundCloud, and other assorted and sundry uh, platforms. But I'm thinking, since we're having so much fun right now, why stop there? When I opened the show, I did with Barry Manilow. <laughs> got rained out uh the the whole concert got rained out the highly publicized i fart new york uh central park concert and that's why i opened with the show but 
Most of you may already know this uh, since we're doing Barry Manilow stuff, this this show. Uh, why? Because, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the reason I'm talking about this is because, you recall, I did a whole show about that now. The UMass Michaela song, all states stole that. They didn't steal. They paid for it, obviously. But they're too cheap to have someone compose a jingle. Now, it's been brought to my attention. I haven't heard them, but there are some national corporations that have their own jingle, and I don't know what they are. Well, good for them if they're going to pay somebody to actually compose a jingle for their products or services. That's tremendous. But... Uh, for the most part, what you see on TV, where is that again? I no. watched it on TV. Yeah, what you see on there, uh, big companies, I mean huge corporations that could well afford to pay a composer, uh, musicians, to come up with a, a jingle for their products and services. And uh, rather than do that, they take the chintzy way out and they pay the rights to uh, an old pop tune applebee's being the uh, biggest violator of that but since i was talking about barry manilow now maybe you'll understand what i'm getting at he if if he was starting out now let's see if he was younger and he was trying to uh, break in the show business or whatever uh he couldn't get a job because he started at well he actually was a cabaret performer uh, he played, uh, he backed up uh, Bette Midler and stuff like that. But his real bread and butter was made by writing jingles. And some of the jingles are famous, and you may already know this, and a lot of my audience is probably already aware of this, but for those of you who are not, here's a little bit of a fun listen. See if you remember this one. There's barking at the kitchen, yelling in the hall. Ringing at the doorbell, pounding on the wall Kids out of sight, and kids in the way No time to cook on this hectic day Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there. State Farm is there. I bet. Give your face something to smile about. Give your face something to smile about with Feeling free, 
So much life to be lived. So much life to be lived. So much reason to try. So much reason to try. And when you feel it, you'll get. You can't get it on television. Oh no, a certain feeling those song uh jingles and now all they do is uh tear apart the old top 40 charts to sell their goods i didn't get a chance yet to thank everybody for their contributions and support for this program and uh i had some this week and i, and I thank you profusely uh because uh, this is a listener supported program and uh oh i have to do with that voice that occupied democrats use <clears throat> this is a listener supported program and <laughs> Yeah, so I am at your service for uh, doing uh, doing a show that you want to hear. And again, again, if you contact me and, I, and you have a request of a bit or something you heard on the show before or something I have in my library because uh, I have had requests for stuff, I, it's, it's just gone. But I still have a pretty extensive supply. So if you do have a request, be like Ernie who has a favorite of his own, and he's my favorite sponsor. In fact, he's the underwriter of the show. I don't know where the show would be without Ernie. We love you. And like I said, if you have a request, don't hesitate in sending it in or asking me, because if I got it, I answer my request. Like the ones I get from Ernie. Now everybody take your pants off. I have no pants on I'm dancing in the nude right now I'm shaking round the wonder world Watch how it wiggles when I jerk It's weaving and wagging I like to watch it lobbing up and down I shake my legs with my happy feet To make my button mushroom work Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on Let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now! My wee wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yeah, I can yank it, baby. And let me show you how it works. Yeah. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. Thank you, Ernie. He's my uh, guardian angel. Oh, the angel over my shoulder, as they, as they say. Attention, Iraqi citizens. Your friendly occupiers are now offering up to $200,000. 200000 
$1,000. For any information you can provide about three missing GIs and Dick Cheney's wallet. <laughs> yeah, it uh, <laughs> must have fell out of my pants, <laughs> if you will. Send smoke signals now for your chance to win up to $200,000. That's up to $200,000. Reward money will be distributed according to size, shape, and gender of GIs. The entire amount will be rewarded for the retrieval of Dick Cheney's wallet and the GIs will be on their own. Iraqi residents may be subject to claim torture and credit restrictions may apply. America reserves the right to lie and not pay anything. Offer ends at the beginning of the next marginalized news cycle. Not available in Afghanistan, Pakistan, Kazakhstan, or any stand, including Stan. Not accountable to any law. You're listening to great radio. It's the Brit Summers Show. I lost my wife and lost my home. Now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. Took my power away. Have no water or phone. Now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. I once had a life. Now I'm all alone. And once used to be a brain surgeon. Now I've had enough. So off I now go. To be an Iraqi surgeon. USA occupies us today. Now I'm an Iraqi surgeon. My daughter was raped and they blew off her face. Now I'm an Iraqi insurgent A subhuman race is taking over the place And they won't stop here, I'm quite certain They're getting us back for a Saudi attack And now it is I, you call Iraqi insurgent Saddam is now gone, and the fighting goes on So I'm an Iraqi insurgent I'm just a man Defending my land that you call Iraqi insurgent. You've been here much too long. What you did is wrong. I do what I can to get even. I drive a car bomb while singing along to a song that was done by Cat Stevens. It's over already? Another break already? Oh, and I failed to mention that uh, for all you uh, uh, hillbillies out there that. Uh, Watch Newsmax and Fox News. This show is sponsored by Ivermectin. <laughs> How's that Ivermectin going, huh? Yes, when I'm in medical need, I seek the adv- I don't go to a doctor. I seek the advice of a talk show host or a TV personality. You know, they don't even have to say that anymore. I'm an <laughs> what is, uh, I play a doctor on TV, but I'm really an actor. They don't even have to say that anymore. Well, that's because we have no FCC. But uh, I'm going to get to that in another time. Not done with them. Although, uh, kudos for that robocall fine. At least they're doing something worthwhile. $5 million fine to uh, uh, these, uh, not proud boys, but in the same league. Uh, we're, we're putting uh, robocalls out uh, throughout uh, Michigan uh, during uh, 2020. And then they got busted. Uh, and and fined for five million dollars, uh, which I think all robocallers should get fined five million dollars. So, uh, listen, FCC did good uh, work there. I give them props, but everything else, you're still letting people get away, literally with murder on the air. So that's going to wrap it for this week's show. Like I said earlier, I'll be back with uh, 9/11. Uh, if my timing's correct. Right around, uh, yeah, 9-11, if I time it right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I'll do that then there. So everybody have a good week. Until I see you the next time, this is Britt Summer saying, COVID you ain't getting if you take ivermectin. Oh!